Hi guys, it's Julie. Welcome back to the second ever episode of College Girls Go Crazy, the podcast. I'm excited. This is going to be like my first ever real episode that's not like a trailer where we get really get into some good stuff, which I'm excited for because that's, you know, the whole point of this. Anyways, today is going to be just me again, but don't worry, I have some stuff in the works so we can hopefully have a guest on our next episode, but I thought that it would just kind of make sense for me to do a first real episode by myself where I share some of my experiences so you guys can learn just a little bit more about me. As you can tell by the title of this episode, we are going to be talking about this fall semester in our COVID campuses. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I go to CU Boulder and I live, I don't think I actually mentioned this, but I live just like an hour away from there. And I just want to be talking about our COVID campuses. That is not my way of saying that our campuses are covered in the coronavirus, but I know that my campus sends out a lot of emails talking about a COVID-19 ready campus because this is not something that it's going to be gone by August, and I'm sure most of us want to be at school, be in those in-person classes, and so I think that there are some adjustments. Not that I think, I know there are going to be some adjustments that need to be made, but I still want myself included and everyone listening to have a great fall semester, regardless of what year you're going to be starting on campus. This does not just apply to the freshmen. I'm not here to give you that freshman like you're starting college advice, but it does apply to you guys because this is going to be crazy. You're starting college on a COVID campus, which is, or a COVID free campus, I guess, but that's wild, you know, and I have come up with about five or so things that I want to talk about to really get us focused and ready to have the best possible experience. This is obviously going to be new for me, and so I don't know. This is not like it's foolproof, but these are the things that I'm going to try to implement and things that I'm going to try to do, and I want you guys to try them with me. Fun idea, since this is our first ever full episode, I want to start each podcast with one way that I went crazy in the previous week prior to filming this, and then on days where I have guests, I will also ask them to answer the question. So I'm going to go ahead and start with what my crazy crazy moment of the week, I don't know what we want to call it, but just something that I did this past week that I felt really good about and I feel proud about. I started as a student ambassador for Dive Chat on my campus. It's this new app that we're launching on 10 new campuses, including CU Boulder. It's basically just messaging made easy is what I like to call it. It's started by students and run by students, really driven by convenience and not there to annoy you. And it's just there to kind of get everything all in one place. I don't know. I'm not doing the best job describing it. Go ahead and check them out on Instagram and all the things. I can have that link down below if you guys are interested in checking out this app because you think it might help you out. And if I'm being completely honest, I just joined the team very, very recently. So there's still more that I want to learn about it, but I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to network. I'm excited to promote the app. I'm excited to learn more about the app. And 
I'm really proud of myself for putting myself out of my comfort zone and kind of just signing up to something that I don't necessarily know that much about. I want to take on a nice marketing role and really help start promoting this around my campus, around different organizations that I'm involved in, organizations I'm not involved in, and I don't know, I think I'm a little nervous and intimidated by it, for sure, but I want to get myself out there and I want to start doing new things and trying new things, so yeah, that was my crazy thing I did this week. I'm proud of myself. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, and then I think that's it, and we can go ahead and start talking about what this COVID free campus is going to look like and I really want to talk about how we can all make the most of this crazy experience but also how we can do our part because I think that there are a lot of people who think that you know once I'm back on campus also no tea no shade by this they just think it's going to be very similar to a bunch of other semesters I don't really know what to expect it's going to be way different than what I think but there are some things that I feel confident are going to happen and some things that I feel confident in doing to help myself make the most of it. And I did want to say that this is different than what got happened when we got sent home the first time because, you know, we got sent home and it was just remote, remote, remote. And that's not what it's going to look like personally for me on my campus. We have some different implementations. I know one of my classes got moved to online, but the other ones are still hoping to be held in person, and that's going to look different. I don't even have my schedule yet, and, you know, it's the middle of July because we have to redirect class times and the amount of people in classes so that we can follow these guidelines to keep everybody safe. And so just because we got sent home in March doesn't mean we're prepared to start up in August because in my opinion they're two very different situations. So I think I just wanted to shed some light on the fact that these are different and yes we made it through the first curveball and so we're gonna make it through that second curveball but there's still gonna be surprises and there's probably still gonna be some letdowns and there's probably gonna be some really great things that come out of it but they are different, so I wanted to preface with that. Some of these things you have probably heard before. Did I say that already? I'll cut this out if I did. You may have already heard before and you can, might be like, yeah, no shit, but I want to shed some of my personal experience on them and just reiterate them because I don't really think you can say it enough times. So let's go ahead and get started. One, ladies, we are going to those Zoom office hours we just are. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Like I said, some of my classes are going to be held in person, but I, I don't know actually what this is going to look like, but maybe I can go to class. But they want to have office hours in person. That's where I'm going to get that one-to-one, face-to-face conversation because I don't really know how comfortable my professors are going to be with me walking up to them after class. You know, like I don't think they're going to shoo me away, but I just I think that's going to look different. You know, I don't know why they would want to have a bunch of people over and over again in their personal offices and in their personal space. And so, I mean, I'm not going to make these decisions for the professors. If there are in-person office hours, I mean, that's great. But also, I think this is a cool time to address, not a cool time, this is a good time to address that if your teachers are offering in-person office hours and that's not something that you're comfortable with, I totally think you could set up a Zoom meeting inside those normal office hour times or outside of them because Yes, it's about what your professors are comfortable with, but it's also about what you're comfortable with. And I think that 
if they say, oh, I'm going to do it in person, and you're like, you know what, I really don't want to do that. Like, I'm going to go to class, I'm going to sit by myself, I'm going to come by myself, and I'm just going to try to do everything else online. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And so make the most of it. Direct the situation in a way that makes you comfortable. And still get that experience and that time to make the connection, regardless if that's in person or not. And what I learned when we got sent home in March is I ran office hours for the class that I am a teacher's assistant for, and I loved when people came. And we ended up hosting office hours during what would have been normal class time, so obviously during class time we were very active and involved with the learning, and this was very much so like you get to decide if you want to come and interact with us and get our help or not, and I loved when people came. It was so much fun to help them and like it just showed that those are the people that wanted to stay learning and like me personally I feel really good when people ask for my help and when I lead them down the direct path and so I think that your professors are going to feel the exact same way. You know like they want to help you. This is hard on them. This is hard on you and so go to those office hours when you need help but also just to say hi I think it's really it doesn't also have to be like the first day of class or the first week of school like maybe you got really overwhelmed and busy and you're three weeks in and you're like crap like I haven't introduced myself to this professor yet go and do it because I know plenty of people on the first day of class walk up to the professor shake their hand introduce themselves but then never do it again they're like oh okay like I met my professor and that's just like, I don't know what to tell you. They're not going to remember your name because they probably have like 500 some odd students, depending on the size of your school, obviously. So maybe they are going to remember your name because it's a small class. Just because they know your name doesn't mean that you have a connection. I think that's a very important distinction. They recognize you and they know who you are, but they know absolutely nothing about you. And they've noticed that you don't really need their help. Like, you know who they are, but what, what good is that going to do them, you know? Like, you can wave hi to them on campus, but that's about, that's all you're going to get. And I don't mean for that to sound, like, negative and for that to sound weird. I mean for that to be, like, encouraging, like, yes, introduce yourselves to them and make yourself known, but don't stop there, you know? And so this is something that I noticed with Zoom office hours. Like, when you show up, it's the, hi, how are you? How's, you know, at the beginning of March, it was, how's quarantine been? Like, where are you located right now? Like, and there was that initial small talk and even if it's just two minutes I think it's really important to set the scene with that initial small talk rather than getting right into it because it's really easy to come up to someone after class and say hi I have a question but you can't just get on zoom and be like hi I have a question you know at least that's how I look at it that's how I think I think it's more fun like I think it was a lot easier for the conversation to kind of divert when you were in these zoom settings because different things were happening and you know you wanted to end the conversation not end the conversation like but you know like before you leave you have that really long like thank you period or like you tell them like I am off to go do this like I think it's really important to establish like that initial small talk honestly so yeah it's just really important to establish that little talk instead of just jumping right back into it and also even if you're popping on for literally just five minutes not the, hi, I'm so-and-so, okay, bye, but the, hi, like, I just wanted to introduce myself. I would love to talk a little bit more about what you do. Like, I want to get to know you. I want to be popping in when I need help, but I also want you to know that I'm very interested in this class and give it a little bit of substance would be my recommendation, but it doesn't have to be 30 minutes of your time substance. Okay, that's a little confusing, but 
Moral of the story is go to those Zoom office hours, get that initial little hello and like maybe a little bit of awkwardness like behind you because I think once you go the first time, it's not weird going the second time. Like, I think everyone's just scared to do it once. Like, I know for me, when we were in person, I was always, like, weird, like, knocking on the door, like, peeping your head around the office, and, like, you didn't know what to expect. Sometimes you didn't know what building it was in, and so it's, like, but then you went the first time, and you're, like, oh, yeah, this is so easy. Like, I know exactly where it is. I know he's going to be super welcoming. I know he's going to recognize me because I came last time, and we're going to get to talk more, and I can remind him of who I am. So definitely just do it once so it's easier to do it again. That is my first point. Second point, everybody and their moms tells you to stay and get involved on campus. Well, stay involved virtually, whether you're coming on for your last year of college and you've been involved in some things in the past and you don't know how those are going to change because the in-person meetings aren't going to happen. I don't care. I think so many people have become very accustomed and used to using Zoom to stay connected. And I think that you got to keep doing that. Just be like, I don't think there's a reason to cut it out just because you can't do it in person anymore. Like, I know for me, like, Greek life, like, we have chapters on Mondays. Like, I know we're still going to have that, but there's no way we're going to be able to do it in person. And, like, that was part of my routine. Like, every Monday night I had to be done and ready by, like, 6 p.m. until, you know, like, 8 p.m., like, however long they were going to need me for this. And I don't want that to change just because it can't happen in person because I need to have that set schedule. I need to know that this is still something that I'm involved in and still something that takes up my time regardless of if it looks a little different. Because I know when I got sent home in March, like, we didn't have those Monday meetings because a lot of them deal with stuff that we were going to be doing and there was nothing left to do because the school year ended. But I think that people work behind the scenes regardless of the club or organization to give you a really good virtual experience so it's important to still show up to those things like yes we're going to miss probably being able to go to football games and basketball games and we're gonna miss you know probably I don't know like the get to know you's on your first day of school and in class just because it's not set up for the, the, the same experience but it's set up to give you a unique and special and beneficial different experience you know like they still want it to be there and this would just be my advice for freshmen in particular maybe you're transferring I don't know but when you really want to build those initial connections like everyone really wants to make those friends when you first get to campus and maybe like now it's not safe to go knock on their door you're not going to go meet at these big bashes or welcome concerts message people like I promise you that's what I've been doing throughout quarantine to make networking connections. Like, I'm like, I can't invite someone to coffee, but I can ask them to talk to me on the phone, and I just send them an email, I ask for their phone number, and now we text. And I feel like I have this connection that I built completely virtually. I don't even know what these people look like sometimes. And message the person. Because everyone's going through the same thing. I think this also, this honestly can apply to any grade level because like if you're put in a new group in class or you don't know anybody in class and normally you'd meet the person that you sit next to like what's that gonna look like maybe pick somebody out remember their name message them separately hey do you want to work with me on this I think that's really cool and important and obviously if you want to be friends with this person you should know what they look like so then maybe that leads to a FaceTime call I don't know that's an idea that I have and I just want to point out that Sometimes these connections are easier to make over the phone. I think it's really intimidating to physically walk up to someone and introduce yourself or physically, like, 
open your mouth and spit the words out because you think, oh, they have a friend in this class or, oh, you know, they have their friends already. They don't want to meet someone new. Like, I know that I talk myself out of a lot of situations like that. And it's so much easier to do over the phone because I think that if they don't respond, that rejection doesn't hit as hard. You're like, oh, whatever. They didn't respond. So it's like, and then when they do, you can build that same connection and it was almost easier to start it. So I think that's definitely something that I want to try when it comes to meeting new people in classes where I might not necessarily know people. And I think that honestly, having the phone or the computer screen to do it is just going to make it a little bit easier so that when things are safe again, I can already have this connection established with this person. So I think that's really important. Stay virtually involved because that's how when all of this quote unquote goes away, you're going to be thankful that you put in the effort instead of being like, well, crap, like I couldn't see these people in person, so I didn't try to get to know them, and now I have to start completely over, you know? I'm proud of that one. I think that's a good piece of advice. Moving forward, this is something that I honestly haven't really done in my past two years of college and something that I started within quarantine that I want to bring with me to the rest of college and just moving forward in general is start a passion project or a side hustle. And I think because there's less opportunities for in-person events and connections, it's a great time to work on yourself. I know everybody's been saying this like since March, like you have all the time in the world, like get yourself together. I honestly didn't really take advantage of that until like a month or so ago. Like I was very zen and relaxed and just was like, I'm so bored. I have all this time. And then I was like, you know what? I can spend my time doing something that's important to me. I still make time to relax, but I can make time for things that excite me. And this isn't something that I did freshman year because I was so busy. Your sophomore year, I was so busy. And, like, you're still going to have work and you're still going to have studying. But bottom line is you do have more time. Like, yes, you're still in class that same amount of hours. But when you cut back on all that social interaction, you just do have more time. And it could be something so, so, so small. Like, so small that doesn't require that much time but still gives you something to do these could be things that are you know resume builders or these could be things that are just for fun like my sister started doing magic tricks in quarantine and learning how to play chess and honestly until like last week I didn't really have anything to show for it and then I started reading and I started running and I'm starting this podcast and I do my Trader Joe's Instagram that I mentioned in the last one you're going to have to let me know if you want me to drop that handle. All right? You just are. Anyways, and so these are some things things that I want to take with me. These are things that I don't want to stop just because I'm back at school. And these aren't things that I just started because of COVID. These are things I've always thought about. But because the time was granted to me, I took advantage of it finally. And I want to continue to work towards them. I think that's I think that's really important. I think that's something everybody can do. Like you don't have to want to start a podcast. You don't have to want to start an Instagram page to create a following. And you don't have to want to start going on runs, but find something unique and catered to you that's going to help keep you excited. And then also something I was thinking about is like this will just help you round out your college experience because you can bring in people that you meet and people that you know to help you out with these things and to collaborate with you on whatever project it is that you come up with. Like, I know I want a lot of my friends on my podcast and, like, they might have some really good ideas and send me in really good directions. But then also, my school has a lot of resources to help, like, promote this and help send people my way. Like, I want to let the business school know that I am starting a podcast about, like, 
female go-getters because I know that that'll help me attract people that want to be on and help me network and help me get to know people. So it's like, regardless of what the passion project is, your campus probably has a decent amount of resources to help get it off the ground or to help fulfill you and what you're looking for in it. Just, you know, just to overall round out that college experience on campus and this doesn't have to be something that takes up all your time like I said it doesn't have to be an entire new job where you're all of a sudden have no time for anything but I just think that there are there I can't tell you what to do and what your passion project should be but I think it's important and a good time to start one in a good way that'll help make life on campus like more fulfilling for sure because on those days where you would maybe be out with your friends, you know, like, that's probably gonna have to look a little different. And I'm not saying completely isolate yourself either. Go hang out with your friends. It doesn't have to be something you work on all the time, but just know that when you have that downtime and you're feeling kind of down because of all the craziness that's happened in the world, that you kind of have that to lean on and redirect you and to look forward to. Don't make it something that's like a punishment that you're gonna dread doing or be like oh I have to do blah 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 because I told myself I'd work on it be like oh my gosh I'm so excited because I'm gonna go do this thing with my friends in the morning but I still have all this time to go work on myself after so that I think is gonna be something that I'm going to do to help with my coronavirus campus experience that I haven't done in the past that I'm excited to navigate so hopefully you guys will do that too okay number four Bet you didn't see this one coming. Wear your mask to class. I'm assuming most campuses are going to make you. I don't know. There's a mask mandate in Colorado that I hope doesn't go away anytime soon. I was going to wear my mask anyways. Wear that to class. Because I talked about this is how we're going to make the most of it, but this is also how we are going to do our part. Buy the cutest damn mask you have ever seen in your entire life and get a collection of 20 of them and never wear one that doesn't match your outfit or only wear ones that don't match your outfit on purpose, but you better get comfy in that mask and you better wear it because that's going to make our COVID campus safer and keep it a COVID-free campus and just do it. And I hate to say this, I really do, but I think for just just a hot sec, we're going to have to say fuck it to the frats. It's just not safe. We are all human. We all make mistakes. We all crave human interaction and memories and attention, but wear the mask and fuck the frats. All right? That's how we get to do our part. And I'm not saying don't join the frats. And don't participate. I'm just saying, don't go cramming in that basement or the backyard for the tailgate party. Just don't do it, alright? I don't even know if they're going to be happening. But that is how we are all going to get kicked off campus so damn quick. And last time that happened, I didn't love it. So I don't know why anyone else would love it, you know? Yeah, so sorry about that one. It's probably going to happen. We're probably going to slip up every now and then. But just know there will be consequences. <laughs> Jesus, okay, this is a lot. Wear the damn mask. Thank you. Last but not least, I think I'm going to end it with step number five. I'm going to go back to that point I made earlier where this is a different curve than when we got sent home in March. So it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to ask for support. And it is okay to ask for guidance. 
talk to your teachers about accommodating what's going to work for you in this new way of college learning. When you're feeling down on yourself, ask for some support from people who are experiencing the same thing but maybe seem to be handling it a little bit better. Ask for guidance. It's okay. It's okay. But then also, reverse, offer help and support and guidance to those that you may notice are needing help. We're all going to be navigating such a weird time in our lives and it's only fair that we are there to support and lift up each other. That sounds so basic, but I've gone through some tough thoughts when it came to coronavirus. I was like, damn, no one's reaching out to me. No one's talking to me. And it's like, you know what? People probably aren't reaching out to anybody. We all just got sent home to live with our families and our childhood homes again. It's a damn weird time. Don't take it personal. Do your part. Hopefully everyone around you can do their part. Help lift people up. Remind them how to do their part. Remind them that the pandemic is not over. It is still happening. But that doesn't mean that we can't make the most of it, and that doesn't mean that we can't move on with our college careers. I think this helped remind us all that our college experience is not a given. None of our jobs or internships are set in stone. Everything is ever-changing. I've never lived through anything like this before. Hope I don't have to do it again, but we're going to make the most of it. It's never too late to start or try something new because maybe this pandemic has shown you crap. You know what? Like I said earlier, nothing's a given. I missed out on this the first three years I was on campus or the first I have one semester left to make a difference. I'm going to start now. I think that this is just as good a time as ever to go for it and give it a shot. So those are my five steps. Just to reiterate, we're going to those Zoom office hours. We're staying virtually involved. We're starting a passion project. We're wearing our masks and we're asking for help. And I hope that that was helpful and that these are things that we can all remember. Jot it down. Remember it. Don't forget it. Awesome. And so just like I started the episode with how I went crazy this past week, I think we're going to manifest how we are all going to go crazy in this upcoming week. And I am saying it right here, right now, on the record, on the record, how I want to go crazy this next week. I do not want to spend a dime. <laughs> I don't want to buy a coffee. I don't want to buy a new pair of pants. I don't want to buy fast food. I don't want to buy a damn thing. Last week, I was doing great. Then what did I do? I spent $44 on a candle. And you know what? <laughs> that, it's going to look great in my little house up in Boulder. Can't wait for it to get here. It's going to smell divine. But we can't be, I got to cut the crap. This is the moral of the story. So we're going to have that no spend week and we're going to save big. Ladies, we are going to save big. You heard it here first. All right, that is it for this episode on our COVID-free campus, our coronavirus learning experience. And I just want everybody to know we can still go crazy on a COVID campus. Time, it is not time to stop going crazy. It is time to start if we haven't already, it is still possible. Thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to go crazy with you guys in my next episode. I'll have everything linked in the podcast notes, and I'll see you next time. College girl. College girls go crazy.